Um, I'm just going to mention, me and Damien have both got new signs, as you'll be able to see here. Uh, Damien's has got his in his background, um, and we've got them here. Do you want to give a shout-out to the company that did them, Damien? Because they were very Yeah, thank you very much to 2020 Signs uh, in Redditch, um, who has done these. Great guys, Luke and Bo. Um, honestly, their mum would be proud of them. Such nice boys. For the Is that falling down, Damien? It is, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need for that, is there? It's like a faulty tower set. <laughs> <laughs> not good is it <laughs> what's going on there it's like watching the Just big bear breakfast. with me guys i'll be back in a mo. it's like watching the big breakfast with um mark little or somebody from um, the 90s damien are you ready almost not just yet no you just see my bottom at the minute okay <laughs> i've seen it before Steady. with and without clothes we were playing red dwarf then <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a non-monetary bet that that won't be up by the end of the, the end of the recording. There we go. It will have just like magic that was. Tell you please, what. Please fall onto his uh, shoulder during like the, the show. Oh, that'll be <laughs> dead funny. It works for Clarkson, May, and Hammond. We're not quite sure it works for Antrobus, Lee, and Barstow. But they're doing it anyway. You're listening to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Good evening, hello, and welcome. It's not really evening, though, is it? I should really what do you mean? Start. Should I start it's that again, dark. do you reckon? I know, but it's it's evening for us, but when people are listening, it could be any time. It should really just be hello. I'm going to do that bit again. Oh. It is every week. Every just week. Take... It's always the morning bit, isn't it? It is. It's because it's, I'm used to saying morning. Right, let's do well, that you couldn't, you couldn't cope with a live radio show anymore, Eve. Yes, I could cope with a live radio show because I'd know what time of day it was that people were listening, <laughs> Darren. Honest, honestly, boys. I went to see, I went to see my mum this weekend. Um, oh, it's, it's, I love your mum. It's the first time I've seen her since lockdown. Um, oh. we, we went to see We went and had Sunday lunch. And she, we were talking about the podcast and she went, Damien's very funny. Darren's funny. He says, you're just a bully, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> to me. My wife says that. <laughs> I'm not a bully. I'm a ringmaster for a, for this show. That's what I am. Bless her. I do love your mum. I, I love my mum as well. She's watch- She won't be watching now because she doesn't, because she can't be bothered. Anyway, let's carry on. Right. Let's do this. Part two, second take. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Thank you very much for downloading this episode of the show. Or watching on YouTube if you are doing that as well. My name is Ian Barstow. And I'm My name joined... is Damien Lee. No, we're not doing that. We do that in the second half. It changes his mind every week. Oh. No, 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 no. That, that, this is the different music. So I introduce on this music. On the other bit, when we come back after the break, you go, and that. Right. Hang on. Hang on, boys. And I'm Darren Antrobus. Just thought I'd get it in. Thank you. If you are uh, listening to the podcast on a podcast app, uh, then don't click, don't forget to click on subscribe, and you'll get us uh, every single week, 6 a.m. Monday mornings. We are out, so by the time you wake up, you can listen to us as I do when I take the dog for a walk in the morning. If you want to get in contact with us, then you can on Twitter at As Yet Pod. Visit the website theasyetonnamepodcast.uk and uh, find us on Facebook as well. And if you are listening and you want to watch us do this live, uh, then every Wednesday evening from 8pm, we are live on Facebook and YouTube with the show. So, 
Coming up on today's show in particular, we'll be uh, looking at um, some quick things in the news. There's one particular big story we will be talking about. Um, unfortunately, uh, we've got the mystery voice. It is not uh, this week, uh, or the mystery voice guesses so far are Mario Lopez and Justin Timberlake. It is neither of them. Oh. We'll play that later. And our top oh. five this week is the top five from the year 2000. I'm concerned about this one. Yeah, I was concerned as well. It was because I got a feeling because you two were and still are like brothers um, from Redditch um, back in the late '90s. You know, going, you know, growing up and enjoying yourself. So I'm guessing yours is going to be a bit like a Bill and Ted's Redditch adventure. No, because it's about things that happened in the year 2000. Not in my, just in my life, in society in general. Hmm. Do we not understand the rules of that? or No, because I'll, spent... I'll, I'll be honest, that's not what I've done. <laughs> it's not what I've done either. I thought it was personal things. Um, yes, it is for um, me, personal things. Okay. It's a bit awkward, isn't it, really? Yeah. Because, you know, we've got people listening. Much as I love our egos and things like that, would they really <laughs> want to know about what we've done? <laughs> I didn't even make it past the first five minutes of the podcast and the brand new sign has fallen down. <laughs> They're wonderful signs, they just don't stick up. <laughs> I think, Damien, that might be a losing battle. Perhaps we'll come back to that next week. Oh, I knew that was that's staying in. That's staying in. Oh, that was staying in. I, I knew. I knew that was staying. Um, so, yeah. We, we should have took wages on that, Ian. <laughs> Wowzers. That lasted oh, a lot, a lot less than I thought it was going to, that's for certain. Um, right, let's crack on then, shall we? Um, so, yesterday, um, as we record this, it is Wednesday the 23rd of September. Um, about this time, 24 hours ago, uh, there was a very important announcement um, from a certain person um, which affected all of us. So, uh, I'm going to play you... The, what what happened about this time last uh, yesterday night as we record this? I've talked about this, but I, I, you know, I don't know. The printer is upside down again, and I, oh no, well, how, well maybe I. Oh yes, well that works actually. I can I can be that be that fine. Um, right, let's. Uh, yeah. Good evening. Um, let's get straight to it. We are now approaching phase forty six. Um, which means that uh, from Tuesday morning or, 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 or Wednesday evening, depending on your height, we are saying, with regards to baking, um, if, if, if you must bake in a tent, bake in a tent, <laughs> but please don't bake in a tent. And, 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 and we are asking people to use common sense with regards to the distribution of hundreds and thousands. Um, now, now I believe I believe we have a, a, a question from the lady in the funky dress, uh, Noel. Yes. Hello, Prime Minister. Yes. Uh, just one quick question: Is it scone or scone? Right. Well, I'm, 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 I think I can hand over to the experts on this. Um, uh, 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 Prue Witty. Scone. Right. Um, uh, Professor Paul Hollywood. Scone. Right. Well, I hope that clears things up for you. Um, all it remains is for me to say, welcome. Uh, to the Great British Bake Off. Hey! There we go. I love oh, that. Amazing was that. I love them. That's first of all. I am so sorry that I corpsed again, but I've forgotten how funny Matt Lucas actually is. I've missed him so much. Um, it was very good to see him back, and I have to say that was recorded. So they recorded the Great British Bake Off um, back in. Have you got? Is that Bob? Was that Barbara's hands, Damien, that we just saw in the background? There was it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes. So hot. Um, 
so oh, the Great dear. Witch Bake Off was recorded back in July, and that particular sketch was recorded back in July um, when they were doing filming the Great British Bake Off, and it just so perfectly timed in with the fact that we had the announcement from Boris Johnson yesterday. We had the address, and then it cut to Matt Lucas doing a very good impression on the start of Great British Bake Off, and the first episode was brilliant. We were just so we were saying funny. when we watched that, um, the good thing about the Bake Off, I don't know whether you find this as well, it's just one of those programmes that's so easy to watch. It's not offensive. It's not drama. It's just, you know what, you can just chill, watch it, stuff your face and dream a cake. And it's kind of everything we need right now. Bless them. They, uh, thanks, Barbara. Um, we had, uh, sorry. All right. No. No, you're paid by the hour. <laughs> See you in a mouth. Cheers. <laughs> mouth. You know, you're now gonna you're now gonna gently move your screen back, aren't you? What do you mean? I don't know. Is that done, Barbara? Or no? Okay, no, not done yet. Still working for that. This is going so well. This is going so well. No problem. That's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, yesterday's episode was really. It was a great episode. Um, we had the sabotage bit. We had the fairy cake. Uh, no, the the upturned pineapple cake gate where she knocked the yes, and then she won that challenge. I know. <laughs> that was like everyone on Twitter was like, "That's just wrong. How dare she?" Um, Do we miss um, Saskia? Saskia? Sandy Toxvic? <laughs> Saskia? <laughs> um, oh, I like yes. Sandy Toxvic in it, but I think Matt Lucas is, <laughs> is very good. Um, See, was... I, I always thought that Noel was the funny one out of uh, Noel and San, Sandy, Sandy Toxvic, but I think Matt is going to overtake Noel to be the funny one. Yeah, I think so. And Yeah, I think you're right. I like Noel. I, I'm not... A, some of the stuff Noel Coward has done, not Noel Coward, not whatever his name is. Um, I don't like his comedy shows. They're very far out there. But on Bake Off, I think he's very good. Um, he's so good. Can he's we so can good. we just talk about the um, the wonderful busts that they had to make for their Showstopper Challenge? The, oh Fre- the Freddie Mercury one. I'm not joking. The Freddie Mercury one was hilarious. That looked like you. Seriously. <laughs> it was just, it's just the it way was it was. Fantastic. Oh, it was so funny. And then they were saying, oh, yeah, you can really tell that that's Louis, Louis Theroux. And I'm thinking, I know. you what can't. It doesn't look not like at him all. at all. It just looks very weird. Um, so, yeah, that was, um, of course, the uh, start of Great British Bake Off. Um, and Darren did send me this. I'm not going to play you all of this because um, it does go on for a bit. But this is done by Darren's friend. And I'll just play you the first verse. Um, oh, yeah. It's quite good. Control the virus. Go to work. Sit in the sun. Stay alert. Control the virus. Go to work. Sit in the sun. Stay alert. Control the virus. Go to work. Sit in the sun. Stay alert. We have a route and we have a plan. Work from home if you can. This is a remix yes. of Boris Johnson. Uh, the next oh, bit's quite yeah. clever. You know that's going to peel your wallpaper off or your paint off, What do you mean? You? I don't know. I've always been by this side. <laughs> it's always been here. I don't know what you mean. It's the live side in real time. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Babs. Thank you, Barbara. That was, yeah, that was, that was very well marvellous. done. Marvellous. Um, so, yeah, oh, so uh, Great Wish Bake Off is back. We are now under um, extra lockdown because of COVID. Um, we're not going to go too much into that this week, um, but it's likely that we're still going to be in this in for at least the next six months. Um, even if nothing changes, uh, what we've got now will carry on for probably six months' time. So we're going to be in this for a while. We're now working from home again. Damien, are you, have you sent all of your staff back to work from home or are you back in the office? Or? No, 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 we're still in the office. The, the, the ruling is... 
if you can work for your office work um sorry if you can work from home work from home um if you can um if it's going to be something that you can't do from home or it's going to be um disruption or there's a wording behind it so no 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 uh, i've spent a lot of money getting the office um covid secure we've got screens we've got hazards etc we've all had a conversation so no um we we are still from the office okay that's good um and yeah so it's 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 all going to change i would imagine it's going to change again so it's by the time this goes out it could be completely different <laughs> that is by this goes out we'll probably be you know um under told to eat each other um <laughs> yeah. you know um <laughs> run for yourself uh rick grimes and uh and eat i would probably eat you darren to be honest would you yeah you I, look, I don't, you look, you look I don't, tasty i don't taste the chocolate oh you don't <laughs> Shake hard for ten seconds. <laughs> um, right, I found a, I found a very good clip, Damien. Um, if this goes back to a couple of episodes ago, when we found out that Damien every every morning goes for his uh, daily uh, number two at work, um, and I found a clip um, that I think um, works quite well for you. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> oh dearie me! This is what I love about this show because obviously the name, the, the fact that we've got no name for this podcast is because we talk absolute. Yeah, uh, he's slow tonight. Is absolutely you know there's what? no beat. Oh sorry, what what was I? Oh um okay right sorry carry on do that again. Okay right here we go. The reason that this show is called the As Yet Unnamed Podcast is because we talk absolute. Yeah, I that's it. Didn't work. <laughs> that worked. That's fine. It will sound fine. I might have to. Theory oh, yeah. me. Um, so yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, a, a couple, probably episode number four, I think. Um, Darren tried some um, cricket protein shakes, um, which got us these um, some of the my favourite clips. So there's this one. Shake hard for ten seconds. And then there's this one. <laughs> And then there's this extra one I found. Oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> there was oh, that, that, one. that was a bit gargly, that, that, wasn't that, it? That, that one. That, that was you, Darren. <laughs> oh dearie me, that was a definite gargler. Um. So yes, the um the the company that um sent down very kindly these cricket protein shakes um has won an award um yes. for the um what have they been named uh, they have been named the winner of the high protein and sports nutrition category in the 2020 nutrition awards it's because the it's because the powder makes you throw everything up that was in your belly from the last <laughs> few days that you lose a lot of weight instantly so uh, so there you go um, so yeah, I'm not going to name the company because Darren really doesn't like them, even though he plugged them um, on the other station. Um, so yeah, but um, so they won that. So if you do want some cricket um, flavored protein shakes, then you can buy this award winning one as well, and it can make you do this. <coughs> <coughs>
when I'm drinking me brew. That sounds oh, like something no. from a- that sounds like something from Alien or the Monster in Stranger oh, Things. Atrocious, isn't it? That is, um, that is pretty. That is pretty bad. This is the as yet unnamed podcast with Ian Barstow, Damian Lee, and Darren Antrobus. Ray Quinn. Yes. Who I've interviewed, oh, Ray Quinn, that I've interviewed on yeah. my on my breakfast show. Did I mention that I I do this for a living on every week, radio every week breakfast show? Anyway, um, I interviewed him not long ago. He's got a brand new album out, and it sounds really good, really soulful. Um, and I'm sure there's a a copy of that interview going to be going on the unnamed podcast page at some point. There is. As, yeah. you, as you listen to this on Friday, we will have a, a bonus episode um, of Darren interviewing Ray Quinn, um, yeah. uh, which will go out. And a snippet of the song that he's just put out from the album that he just put out as well. Uh, which was a massive uh, success because... But yes, because he's now delivering for Herms, or is it Herms? It is. Herms? It, it, yes. Well, it's certainly not Herms, is it? Right. I don't know what it is. How do you pronounce uh, it? To be honest, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ray Quinn is now working for Herms. Hermes, Petal. Hermes, yeah. Yeah, not Herms, like yeah. germs in all. Hermes. 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 Listen, he's yeah. on £11 an hour, though. It's all right. Yeah. That's really weird, that. That's like turn up for work and see Justin Timberlake clean out the back of your van, isn't it? No, but you know what, though? Because times are difficult at the moment. Um, sorry, cleaning on the back of your what? <laughs> right. I, I, I wouldn't say no to that, to be fair. Um, because work is tough at the moment. Look, at the end of the day, he's 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 doing something to get some money in. Um, fly just one of my eye there. It's all right. Just go in my eye, why don't you? You know, just fly around. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll just go into Damien's eye. Brilliant. Could have gone anywhere, couldn't you? See, Vile. the thing is, though, it, it's quite a good... Because I, I interviewed um, Richard Hadfield when we were doing the interviews for the As Yet Unnamed podcast. So Richard Hadfield, uh, winner of Britain's Got Talent with Calabro. What do you mean, who is that, Darren? Obviously, you've listened Sorry. to all of the podcast episodes, haven't you? Yeah. You complete I just an, forget. You, you complete and utter <laughs> anchor. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I he escalated in- quickly again. I interviewed. Um, I'm just living didn't up really to leave the- a lot to the imagination, that word, did it, to be honest? <laughs> Get ready with it here, because to be honest, if you ended up saying something do like... You know, do you know what I said? Can I tell you what I said? I said, yeah, an- I said anchor. Uh, but if you put right. the... So if you do... You're a complete and utter anchor, then it sounds like you're doing the other word. Right, see. okay. Yeah. So what if I called you a... So if I honestly just said, oh, I think you're a bit of a... It looks like you say Trojan horse, but... <laughs> oh, he certainly knows about some Trojan horses, I tell you. <laughs> How are you, Colin, downstairs? You <laughs> <The> stallion. <laughs> that... Uh, is that, is that TV you say there he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let, let, let's move on. So anyway, yeah, Richard Hadfield, um, who's now doing the corona, coronavirus, a song a day keeps corona away. Um, but he was saying that it's very much the case of you go on these massive shows, you get massive publicity, you get massive everything to start with, and then all of a sudden it just all just dries up. So I, I'm not going to take the mickey out of somebody that's been on TV um, who probably didn't make a lot of money out of being on X Factor because of the way no, the contracts work. I agree. Um, I agree. Actually, doing some just doing a normal job. But then again, on the same on the same subject, look at Jason Manford, a household stand up comedian, household name, and he's delivering. Well, he was delivering for whoever it was. Tesco's, I think, wasn't it? No, Sainsbury's or oh, okay. Iceland. I don't know. Not Herms. No, not Herms. Maybe Hermes. Or- <laughs> Or Herman's you know Hermes. what though? It it it's been hard for everybody, and I and I think the fact that these guys 
aren't proud um they're supporting their family and we're all doing that at the end of the day unless you're in a position where you're really fortunate will you leave your webcam alone damien stop moving i'm not it's barbara she's (laughs) under the desk yeah i bet she is So, no, I think, look, I mean, what, what we've all seen um, the, the announcements last night. I don't want to get too political and too on our soapbox, but are you guys confused or are you finding there is a bit more clarity now? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not confused about what we need to do. I think mm. it's, I think it's a very, very difficult situation they're in, but I think they're, it's just, it keeps changing all the time and people do get, People don't know from one day to the other what might or might not be happening, but no, I think it's fairly clear now that it's pretty without them saying we're in lockdown. If you don't need to go out, don't go out. Um, if you can work from home, work from home. If you can't work from home, go to work. Um, but if you can't go to work, then don't claim furlong because that's going to end soon. Um, but uh, also, um, you can't claim that you can't claim benefits either because you know it's yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, and I think also, look, someone said this the other day, and and it was really poignant. Um, the fact is, back in the day, you've got to imagine there was there was bombs being dropped on this country. Um, there was a, a world war where people, the whole, whole country, was rationing. Um, you know, there was air raids going off. Um, yes, it was a different time, and yes, I know we're all used to our civil liberty. We're used to our kind of nice things. But do you know what? This isn't going to be here forever. Um, most of the scientists have said as well that, do you know what? It's going to to get a lesser and lesser strain. Do I think there'll be a vaccine? Yes, I do. Do I think we're going to come out of this? Yes, I do. And I think, you know, if it's a year, if it's a year and a half pain of our lives, do you know what? There's been worse, you know, that has happened in generation. I think it's just for us in our generation, we've never had anything like this. Um, you know, if the worst we're being asked to do is is put a mask on, um you know to to save someone's life just put a mask um, on <laughs> sorry if you t- if you ask to wear a mask put a mask on yeah and i mean look we do, we do look it's it's about mitigation and mitigating the risk at the end of the day we're not we're, we're not being asked to to go to war you know we're we're not being forced out to you know go and fight for the country we're just being asked to be sensible and you know have a bit of distance between us so you know i just think we all need to kind of work together Got a question for you two guys. Um, we're all we live in a world where we can say what we like virtually. I know we're on a podcast, and we got to be careful what we say. But let me ask you the question: Do you think we're going to end up in a full lockdown again, or not? Yes. What do you personally you personally think we are? Yes. Ian, yes, Damien, no. You don't think so? No. Me, I haven't got a clue. I think Boris has been typically British and gone. Do me a favour. Could you possibly... Has he gone scouts? Has he gone scouts? No. Is he, is he yeah. from Brookside? Has he suddenly become Ray Quinn? Yeah. Yeah, do me a favour. Outside. Can't go outside. <laughs> My was, goodness that me. That was very Irish, that was. I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah, but he is being typically British, though, isn't he? Like, would you mind just, you know, possibly doing X, Y and Z? Because if you don't, I'll lock you down. I just think the economy couldn't cope with another. Um, certainly schools and um, places of work will continue. It works for Clarkson, May and Hammond. We're not quite sure it works for Antrobus, Lee and Barstow. But they're doing it anyway. You're listening to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. 
if I do these things, at least I actually put the effort in to find decent audio clips on stuff. To uh, excuse me, what did you just say? Can you what? I send you audio, don't I? Yeah, not good stuff though. Right, what do we need to do next, then, please, Damien and Darren? Anybody? <laughs> anybody? Anybody? No. Okay. Shall fine. we do the voice? Shall we do the voice? Should we do the mystery voice then? <laughs> I think he's. Has he given up, Damien? <laughs> I don't know why I bother. Honestly, I don't know why I bother. He's given up. I put in all this effort. I do all the work for it. And what do you give back to me? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Proper diva. Here we go. Sweet a call. That's what you give to me. <laughs> um, right. Time for the mystery voice. Ian, you know we're live, don't you? <laughs> I do know we're live. Yes, it's fine. Rain, rain it in, mate. Rain it in. Oh, dear. Let's go for it. Seriously. It's the best show ever. Yeah, he, he already has. He's gone for it. Oh, dearie me. Should we do the mystery voice? Yeah, shall we? <laughs> well, neither of you does. Well, if you send it me, I can do it for you. Yeah, I do. I, can, I can whip this together in minutes, mate. Yeah, minutes. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and the next song we're going to play is Robbie Williams. <laughs> Stankin' there, <laughs> old uh, stallion. Yeah. <laughs> that was This Is. You're listening to. Oh, not off. Um... Okay, mate. I'm Drew Burst. So welcome back to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. It is time for this week's mystery voice. Um, last week's guesses were Mario Lopez and Justin Timberlake. It is neither of those. Uh, so I'm going to play the clip twice. You will then have 13 odd seconds to have a little think about it. Try and come up with an idea and a guess. Um, and then give me the mystery voice answer. Are we both ready for this week's week number two of the mystery voice? I'm ready. Okay. Ready. Here we go. That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... So that is it. We will play that one more time. That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... So do you know who the mystery voice is? I need to get my remote control to put the flashy lights on. Are we ready for the tension music? Now, Darren said to me off air that he thinks he knows who this is. So I am going to go to Damien first. I'm going to turn that flashing off before it gives me Can, can we have a reminder of our last week's guesses, please? Yes, I said them before, but it is Mario Lopez and Justin Timberlake you guessed last oh, okay. time. So, Damien, do you know who this is? That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... Damien. Justin Bieber. Darren. I was going to go for that exactly that exact name as well, Bieber. You are both incorrect. It is not oh! Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh my goodness me. You are not far off on your guesses. Uh, I will mm. say that. So, do you know who this is? That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... So, there you go. That is this week's Mystery Voice. We will have that back again next week. If you want to have a guess... Yes, Darren? I think I know who it is. You, you say that every week, and then you, I know, yeah. you will yeah, get I it right at one point. Oh, you're going to have yeah. to wait a week now. Yeah, um, I'll write it down, actually. So, if you think you know and you want to get involved, then drop us a message via the Facebook page or via... Uh, the website, the as yet unknown podcast.uk. Use the contact us bit on there and let us know who you think is this week's mystery voice. I'll play it one more time. That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think. So there you go. Damien, you're going down next week, mate. 
Well, well <laughs> uh, give me some advance notice and that's fine. I'm there, buddy. That's it for the first half of the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Thank you very much for listening. In the second half, we will be doing our top five from the year 2000. Both me and Darren thought this was our personal top five from the year 2000. Turns out it's the um, personal, it's events from the year 2000. So we will see where that goes. We will be right back after this on the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Hello, this is Ian. Just to let you know, on Friday morning, we'll be releasing a extra bonus episode of the As Yet Unnamed podcast. And this is when Darren did an interview with Ray Quinn. So look out for that on your podcast feed from Friday morning from the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Right, back to the show and our top five. Yeah, it's interesting. Three men close to a midlife crisis. Three microphones. One Zoom call. All lead to this. It's the As Yet Unnamed podcast. You could have just said then you interview Mel C soon, but you know, that wouldn't have well, been... that's, No, I can't because it'd be cancelled. Oh, was it? Right, okay. <laughs> not a big enough, not a big enough profile, was it? I think, I think she was just... You know, oh, it does antrobus, so I can't cope with him. No, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it, it is going to be happening, but it's been cancelled at the moment anyway. So. Oh, I like that. So, so my phone book is still Kenny Thomas and Ray Quinn and Jake, and Jake Quickerden, whatever his name is. Yeah. Don't worry about it because we've got Timmy Malik coming up on this soon. Yeah, you keep saying that. Welcome back to the second part of the As Yet Unnamed podcast. My name is Ian Barstow. Hello, my name's Damien Lee. And my name is Daz Antrobus. Thank you very much for listening to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Don't forget, if you want to subscribe, do so on the podcast app that you're listening to this on. Leave us a review and a comment as well. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, don't forget to click on subscribe, like, comment and share and all the usual stuff that people ask you to do. So in the second half, we are going to do our top five every week. Uh, This is probably the most difficult top five we've had so far, if I'm honest with you. Um, So it was the year 2000. Uh, Both me and Darren thought this was personal choices of the year 2000, which is really difficult for me because I can't remember what I did yesterday, let alone what I was uh, doing in the year 2000. Um, But I think we may have slightly misgot the idea of what it was. Is that right, Damien? Yeah, so the reason this came up um, and the reason that um, we opened this envelope was um, we're in the year 2020 um, and it's a year that I think we all want to forget. Horrible, horrible year. Now, the year 2000 was the start of this great new um, uh, decade, millennium. It was, you know, a lot of pump and sort of, um, it's going to be great. It's going to be this and all of that. So I was interested to know what were the the highlights of 2000, 20 years ago within that year, meaning we're in the world of showbiz. So what our fellow presenters have done on the show is they've done it about them. So what we're about to go through is, uh, oh, yeah, so uh, number five is when I had a poo and uh, it was a nice toilet. <laughs> so, uh, you know. so let's t- I'll tell you what. Ian, shall we do Damien's first then to see angry, how it should sound? Angry again, you know, Ian. 
Yes, I think I think we should do Damien's first if he's ready, because last week he wasn't. Well, I think so. I mean, I think it's a bit of a shame, really. So give me a clue of what's coming up in the top five from you guys, because, I mean, obviously we do this to entertain. So the entertainment is going to be... Uh, so are you, Darren? Um, to, yeah, to be it, fair, it, it, it's Ian two, here. Two of mine are personal, right? Um, one of them is um, it's not uh, one. Two of them are personal, and then three of them are general things. General things, yes, right. Same, mostly personal. What you know from that year? Anyway, uh, show us what we should have done, Damien. Okay, so the first number five, <laughs> number five. If you all remember, apparently there was going to be global chaos. Planes were going to fall out of the sky. There was going to be missiles that were fired by accident. There was going to be dates on computers that went wrong. There was going to be nuclear stations that blew up because of Y2K. I'm not talking about Chris Jericho for those people who like wrestling. This was a thing and a computer bug that was called the Millennium Bug. And it was it was on the countdown to it. Everyone was kind of thinking, good, is my calculator going to go weird? And basically it got to midnight and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Do you, want nothing. Know, do you want to know why nothing happened? Tell me. Because Tell it me was such happened. a big thing before and companies spent so much money on it. Right. They lost, most companies managed to... Um, change the software. It was all software based. It was all, I think it was 32 bit based software or 16 bit based software um, that meant that in the year 2000, the clock would reset itself back and would cause loads of issues. So the reason that it didn't really be a massive thing um, is because of the fact that companies spent millions of dollars on getting it right. And if you were working in IT, it was one of the best days to work on IT because they were paying people in support desks stupid amount of money um to go and sit and not actually do any work for something so, that never happened it's crazy isn't it is, it? It is mad and, and to think when you say it the year 2000 it doesn't because it's still part of the 2000s you don't oh it was last year of, that's what it was it wasn't that long ago it was only it, last I mean, it's year 20 years no, where's that gone it wasn't 20 years ago don't be silly never Ian, we were together <laughs> but we so will, the, i'll get so, on to that later so the Millennium Bug then, um, if they didn't reset everything and sort the software out, would all of that actually have happened? Probably not as bad as the... If anyone remembers, there was a BBC drama, docudrama they did, um, at the latter half of 99, where they sort of predicted what could happen and planes falling out of the sky and everything going wrong. Probably wouldn't have been that bad, but there probably would have been more disruption than, than, if, they haven't, than if they hadn't spent all the money. And it was basically because they were using software that they didn't think would still be around in the year 2000. And there is another similar bug going around, and I think it's in 2032 or something like that, um, where the clocks restart, reset themselves again because of the architecture. Crazy, isn't it? It is. And we, we're all kind of, as well, if you watch Back to the Future... <clears throat> or one of those other films that was, you know, the year 2000 was always meant to be flying cars and, you know, all different sort of hoverboards. And, it, and it's crazy, realistically. But if you think about it as well, from when we were younger, how far have things come on? You know, you you don't go to the bottom of your road to make a phone call on the call box. Massively, because... One of the things I was looking at in when I was when I was looking for stuff for, the, for this top five was what was the tech around at the time? And it came up with um, mobile phones. So mm. the top-selling mobile phone was the Nokia 3310 and then it was. the 50, it was. the 5210. 
Uh, am I ruining anyone's top five here with? No, 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 no. People okay. playing Snake um, a lot. If yeah. you remember Snake, massive Snake. The 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 Motorola Razor phone was one of the biggest phones. The flip phone was one of the oh, biggest yes. phones. I hated that yeah. phone. It was an absolute pile of rubbish. Um, but that's where we've come. So we've come from really basic plain Snake to a phone now that you can literally do whatever you want on it, and is more powerful than than a lot of PCs that people have. So we've moved on massively since the year two thousand. When you when you put it into phone context, you know I couldn't live without my iPhone. I couldn't live with all the apps that are on there. But go back twenty years, and that wouldn't have happened on your phone. No, <laughs> is it wouldn't. You um, is that because you watch Pornhub? Um, no. <laughs> Others available, to be honest, not just mm. Pornhub. I could name a few. You're into that type of thing. All right. <laughs> So that was that, which was really interesting. Um, nothing happened, um, and it was just the end of that. So, but it was it was quite interesting. This this is another one as well, and this is interesting. Um, she was a lady that was a household name in the eighties and um, the nineties. She kind of disappeared; no one heard from her. But in the two thousands, she cemented her status as a decade spanning pop icon. It saw her have a massive uh, resurgence. Um, she came back with massive pomp. She had the brilliant, brilliant songs of with her hot pants spinning, spinning around. around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she would release the biggest charts mass since Especially For You Can't Get You Out Of My Mind. In the year 2000, we saw the return of Kylie Minogue. Sorry, can I just stop you there? Um, yeah. Can't get you out of my head. I think you'll find not. Can't get you out of my mind. Okay, just... coming up to pop pickers. <laughs> we got yeah. a mole from the potato head. Yeah, I set that up for you, but I'm just no, you correcting did. you. I'm just correcting you. Um, you can. So yeah, can. she was. Um, obviously, she is a massive icon in the LGBTQ uh, community. Um, she is loved by gay men around the world and straight men and all that sort of stuff. Um, but she is. She is a very big icon. Um, in in the LGBT world, um, because of what she stands for, and, and a cracking pair of legs. She has got an amazing pair. I could, and she we, has, she's she's tiny, has, isn't she? She's, she's like there's someone that's got these four foot, pair of four legs. foot she's two like or five something. foot. Yeah. How but how four, four foot two? Sorry, is she a, a borrower? Hobbit. But I we we. Me and the wife actually Googled her age because we just, I wonder how old she is because she looks really good for age. She is she 50 something now? Uh, 55, <gasps> no. I think she is. F yeah, fifth, early 50s, I think. First half of the 50s. See, some people just can't imagine their age. It's like Ian is 19. You know, you'd never think it. Oh, I mean, if, if only, if only, mate. I would do things. Yeah, you've got the temper lights to bring you through puberty. Anyway. So, oh! <laughs> so, moving on. This is a good one. You'll both like this one. So I'm going to give you a bit of a clue now, okay? Um, it featured a pre-fame... 52. Vogel. She's 52. She's 52. Right, okay. Anyway, get with the program. So this program first started in 2000, featured a pre-fame Ben Fogel. It was hugely popular when it premiered in the USA. It had a wonderful villain who basically wrote things down. <gasps> Absolute arse. All right, don't be like that. I mean, his name was Nasty Nick. Jeez. 
And Craig Phillips ended up winning the 75,000 prize fund and he donated it all um, to a friend, Joanna Harris, who had Down syndrome at the time. Um, and that was for a heart and lung transplant. In the year 2000, 20 years ago, it was the very, very first season of Big Brother. I can't believe you put that in because you know how much I like Big Brother and you've just ruined my top five now. Thank you. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to go first. You just got to throw it out there. Um, no. Yeah, it's it, it, so it is. It was 20 years ago uh, last last month, I think it was. 20 years ago last month, it, the first ever episode of Big Brother came out. I remember watching this because I used to get him from doing discos at night and uh, doing other things I was doing as well uh, that in that year and finding right, myself okay. falling asleep in my bedroom while that was actually on and they were all sleeping as well and I thought well, why am I doing this? It was weird it wasn't it when they used to have the um, the the what was it Ian? Um, it was on E4 and you just heard oh, yeah the, bir- the birds and the, the birds, well, basically when yeah. they were either swearing before uh, the watershed or talking about people on the outside world that they couldn't get couldn't talk about um, but Big Brother revolutionised reality TV. Without Big Brother, you probably wouldn't have had all of the other types of reality. So I'm a Celebrity, the Made in Chelsea, all those different types of reality TV shows that have been going around. Um, and it is the best type of reality TV when it's done properly. Um, the first... So Series 1 is one of is, is one of my favourites. The Nasty Nick stuff. I remember driving home from work listening to Chris Mills on Radio 1 when he had B.B. Allard. And it was breaking news, the fact that Nick Bateman, um, Nasty Nick, had been kicked out of the Big Brother house. And it was a proper one of those. And I still remember it now. It's like one of those, oh, what? He's been kicked out. Why, why, why? And then waiting for two days to watch it because it was every other day for the highlights. Um, Nasty Nick was uh, was a brilliant character. Craig Phillips was a brilliant character. Um, if you want to watch it, um, I, th- I don't know if it's still on all four, but E4 did a special of Best of Big Brother um, and they put out loads of old episodes and they played the ver- that episode of Nasty Nick. And it is so tame compared to what we've been what we've watched before. Nothing really happens. It's all very civilized. A couple of years later, it would have been a complete and utter shouting match and everything else. But yeah, I love Big Brother and I've watched every single episode. So why did it fall off a cliff, the figures, then? Or why did it all because it was fall 20... out of favour? What happened? Because it was 20 years old. The, the cast inside, the cast put into the Big Brother house were very um, fame-hungry. So the first ever episode was probably... The first ever series was probably the only time that people went in not knowing what to expect at all. Um, obviously, the second series, you had Brian Dowling, who was a fantastic winner. Um, you've had people like Nadia. Um, so she was the, the transsexual uh, woman. Um, so it, it broke loads of barriers. You had Kinga, if I mention that name to anyone that's a proper fan of Big Brother, you have Kinga, um, who did stuff with wine bottles that just should never be shown on TV. Um, you had Fight Night, you had Jay Goody, God bless her, um, all of that sort of stuff. It just, I, I love Big Brother. It was. I mean, I'm the same as you, Ian, and I always used to love launch night because you'd always be excited. Who was going in? Davina McCall did it absolutely fantastic. You'd be, who's going in? Who's going in? And you'd always think, what an absolute freak. Or you'd think, I love them straight away. And then normally Um, the first impression would be, I hate them. And then within about two weeks, you'd be, oh, they're brilliant. Yeah, there was one episode when they all had makeup on and it just kicked off completely. Um, And it was great view. And I remember in the first series... um, I was visiting my friend in university and he had his internet on. And because it was dial up then, you really struggled to watch the live feed. Um, But that program over the years, but as you said, I think 
when I mean, there was a massive controversy that we won't go into that just went so political. Um, it kind of, it, you always, the longer it went on, you knew the castmates that would go in or the housemates would try and replicate someone that had already been in there before. And that was kind of the sad thing about it. Um, I was sad when it ended. Um, you know, I think Rylan is just fantastic um, as a presenter. He's amazing. Emma Willis, I like, but it was for me, uh, Big Brother was always it, um, Big Brother versus Davina calling. That was that was my era. It will be back. It will be back on at some point in the near future. In the next Not Channel 5, years. though. No, Not Channel. Five. I think Channel 4 will probably, I think Channel 4 are interested in doing it again in a, perhaps a different type of way. Um, but it's been going, it is a worldwide, it is in... 50 odd countries it's been going for for years it's it's a massive franchise and it is loved by people all over the world and yeah good choice that was my number four as well so uh yeah number three please damien good okay so number three is a bit out there so if people are just joining we're just talking about at the moment um our top five highlights from the year 2000 because it's been a bit of a cruddy year this year we've decided to to go back in time 20 years ago and see what our favorite bits are um from the year 2000 um this was a bit of a one that you probably wouldn't put me down as as having, but I'm I'm a massive fan of his. Um, it was the the main headline set at Glastonbury in 2000, um, and it was actually by David Bowie. Now, it was under that much of a kind of I don't want people who aren't there to watch it. Um, and it was a big kind of what happened then? Oh, drop one! Someone drop one. I, I dropped my pen again. Sorry. Did you drop your pen or did you drop one? No, I dropped my pen. Wowzers! So he basically turned around to the BBC and said that he didn't want people to see the footage. They could only show half an hour, um, and it became that of sort of folklore, um, and it also became his Glasto Swan song. Um, it actually turned out to be his last in the end, which which was sad. But it was in an era mystery. Um, the BBC was only able to broadcast half an hour of it. Um, and after weeks of wrangling, cajoling, even pleading, he still turned around and said, you're only having half an hour. And that was the power of Bowie, who I think is an absolutely amazing artist. Um, one of my faves. Darren, I think you're a bit of a Bowie fan as well, aren't you? Yeah, I like his 80s stuff, you know, his disco-y funk. Of course you stuff. do. Of course <laughs> you do. I don't like his psychedelic weirdo stuff, no. Um, did, anyone have, did any of you watch the David Bowie in full at Glastonbury when they when Glassby was meant to be on this year and they showed highlights from the past yeah, years? Yeah, I just got um, chills, watered up, actually. Yeah, he's... Um, See, but I think of David Bowie, um, and it just reminds me of yesterday's bust of David Bowie and Great British Bake Off, <laughs> which looked nothing like him. It was terrible. absolutely nothing like it. It was really absolutely bad. Nothing. Yeah, good choice, Damien. Number two, please. Thank you. So, I mean, can we have a bit of a hint on what yours are going to be, or no, not at carry all? Carry on. Carry on. Right. Number t- number two <laughs> is something that was meant to be huge, meant to be. You had to see it. You had to go and go round it because do you know what? If you didn't see it, you missed out. It was what the millennium was all about. Millennium Dome. <laughs> the biggest waste of money for a celebration. Was it something like 500 million? Or was that? Do you know what? It was hyped to be this massive thing they had um, at, 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 at 
they had a uh, exhibition of a body in there. They had different touch areas. And yeah, it was just like the think tank in Birmingham, but on a massive scale and a, a absolute waste of money and it only lasted a year before it was closed and then it was turned into the o2 arena um mm. which is obviously it is now it's the o2 arena in, in in london it has massive concerts but yeah it was a complete it was one of those ones that everyone felt like the year 2000 was meant to be such a massive thing it's a brand new millennium yeah it's gonna be a massive party and then it was like yeah it's all a damn squid um the whole loads of it was it's like the the thing down the um the thames the fireworks was meant to be a a river of fire and it it was like one firework going off every hundred meters or something and this brings me on my number one so my number one isn't exactly an event it's the whole premise of the year 2000 i have never in my life known a ticket for new year's eve to be as expensive as that particular night. <laughs> now, I won't go into this too much because I know Ian's going to elaborate more on this. However, it turned out to be, you can get a ticket for anywhere. If they did, they were like £200 because for some reason, it was going to be a different party. It's still the new year. You still have the ball drop. You still have the 10, 9, 8, 7 and all of that jibber-jabber. But it happened to be the most expensive anti-climax that you could ever get. As a, as a gigging DJ, as a gigging DJ, 1999 and that New Year's Eve night for 2000, um, there were gigging DJs going out for a thousand pounds per night, a thousand pounds per gig. I'd imagine it's probably one of your better nights, wasn't it? I, I, I would imagine. Were you gigging? Were you DJing at that time? You would have been, wouldn't you? Year 2000, you would have been out doing your DJ. I'm saying no more, but it is featured in my top five. Okay, excellent. Is that a microwave? No, you have to bear with me because my child's being fed. The milk's <laughs> being done. Bless her, Barbara. Well, I'm not married to Barbara. That's wrong, isn't it? She's the producer. That's my wife. Barbara's in with uh, Barbara giving her some milk. Barbara's giving her... What? <laughs> Bitty! <laughs> Bitty! Is your, is your... Hang on, is your... Do you know what? I'm just looking over now, and my son is actually awake. He's he's only four months old. He's just is, looking is your at me. Is baby son named Barbara? His, his, his name's not Barbara. Study on. He's okay. he's giving me this little tiny look with his little tiny head. So yeah, that was my um, the last bit for me. It was just a complete anticlimax. Um, and there you go. That was my my top five for my experiences of the year two thousand. So I, I I will I will go down uh, down if you don't mind because mine fit yeah. my mine carries on quite nicely. My number five in my top five um, is actually um, Millennium Day itself. So I couldn't include New Year's Eve, but I'm going to include New Year's Day, um, yes. and it is from one second past midnight on that New Year's Day when both me and Damien and, and I can't remember who else we were with um, went to the good old. <laughs> Massive party place, world famous for its parties, absolutely astonishingly good at doing parties. And for anyone that's listening in in Reddit, you will know this place. It is one of the best places in the world. It was uh, the Washford Mill. Yeah, I do do know the place. Which is now the Miller and Carter. Is, Is it still the same, though? How did you, how did this come to be? I have no idea. I think, I see, I am not a lover of New Year's Eve. I the no, whole, I don't. The, I, I stand really it. don't like. Hate New Year. Yeah, I really don't like New Year's Eve at all. Yeah. Um, and I think it was more of a case of it was very last minute, and we both thought we really need to go somewhere because this is like massive thing. It's going to be so good. 
and I think that was probably the only place we could get tickets for. Did we go with someone else? I can't honestly remember. Uh, my mother was there. I think Rose was there, who I was dating at the time. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, I think uh, I think James may have been there. Was James there? I don't. James I, was there. No, I don't think he. I don't think he was. I, I, I just seem to remember you were sat in the I corner hate, a lot. I hated and you it. Hated mate. every minute of I it. Absolutely. I'm not a person that I, I. I don't go out very often. I'm not a person that enjoys a massive night out. I don't enjoy drinking that much. Um, but I hate New Year's and Millennium was probably. It was just. I was so glad to. I think I went home about one o'clock in the morning. We had a hug though, didn't we? We did have a hug on on on, on the countdown, but yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely hate it. So that was my number. That was my fifth memory of of New Year's Day. Um, I just really didn't like it at all. Um, so yeah, that was that was that one, and it was a, it was a good night, Damien, wasn't it? It was well worth the. How much was it? Twenty five quid a ticket? No, I think it was fifty quid. Fifty quid a ticket. Fifty quid a ticket. Fifty to, quid a ticket. And you know what? Goes. The buffet. I'm sure we had a really cold garlic mushroom and maybe an onion ring. And I'm sure someone chucked my onion ring at me head. Never forget it. So hang on a minute. 50 quid a ticket to go to a local pub, not a bar, but a pub mm. that's got that's got a wheel in it and a river yeah. going through the middle of it yeah. and a mobile disco. That you can walk into at any other time of the year without paying a single pen. Brilliant place. 50 quid for that. Yeah. Wow. Happy New Year. Yeah. Great. It was, it was a proper letdown. Um, so my number four was Big Brother um, and the fact that it launched. That was my number four. So my number three um, is the music of that year um, was pretty much my music so oh, it's, it's, it's pretty much so really good i've got really, the top really 20 selling songs of the year 2000 um and they were um so there's people like artful dodger featuring craig david derude and sandstorm nice yeah um mariah carey and westlife me yeah, or whatever uh craig david again with seven days that anthem of a song mm. um, he was everywhere oh, in the year was. 2000 was that man massive. was everywhere every song off that album i'm sure was a number one and this album was called born to do it do you remember it no, okay. I, I only really remember that one song from him. Uh, the Bloodhound Gang, uh, Madonna, uh, Britney Spears, Ronan Keating, Spiller, Groove Jet. Oh my! Oh, I love that. That was, a, that was a TV theme, I think. Was that with um, uh, Sophie Alex Bexter? No, it wasn't Groove Jet and Spiller. Wasn't that with what's her name, Posh Spice? No, Sophie Alex Bexter. Yeah, it was that was Sophie Alex Bexter. Oh, Groove sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Mojo, Lady, Hear Me Tonight. Again, oh, I love that. Craig yeah, yeah. David was number yeah. ten. Westlife, I have a dream. Seasons in the sun. I'm not going to deny I quite like both of those songs. Uh, Robbie Williams and Rock DJ, which is just a really the video good track. for that was banned, wasn't it? It was. Yes, they Karen cut... stripped off himself. Yes, weird. They, they cut it a lot for TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, let's do the, the top seven. At number seven is S Club Seven and Reach. It's a fantastic song. I don't care what anyone says. Um, number six was Fragma and Tocker's Miracle. Oh, oh my god, that I love that so much. Oh. Um, All Saints and Pure Shores. Oh, which what, was, a, what a what music! Um, Gabrielle and Rise, meh. Um, the real Slim Shady from M&M. Mm. Uh, no, that that one track. I'm not a great fan of M&M, but that one track is very good. Sonic, it feels so good, which was my num- which was in my top five last week. And then the number one song, um, which perhaps says something about the taste, was uh, the Baja Men who let the dogs out. That was the biggest selling song of that choice, apart from that one. But the music of the year 2000 was pretty much my, that's my era of music. And and I would probably say all of those songs I will listen to and go, oh, that's a track. Oh, yeah, that that was, it was renowned. And that's a great choice. Um, it was renowned for its music. And um, which, 
it, it, what an era. That, what an era. That will lead me on to my number my number one. But my number two is films. Um, I again loads of really good films out. My but my pick of a film from the year two thousand is almost famous. Does anyone remember this film? And if you haven't, I highly recommend you watch no, it. No, I've never seen that, actually. Um, no. So I think it's on Amazon Prime um, right. or Netflix. It's on one of them. Um, it is about a high school um, boy who is writing for the Rolling Stones. Um, and it's basically a road trip movie of this 15-year-old boy going out with a rock band and following them around and doing what rock bands do, sex, drugs and rock oh, and roll. Wow. Um, but it is an absolutely fantastic film. I highly recommend you watch it. Um, it's... It's just really good. It's one of my favourite films. Others from that year include Memento, which is the odd film with the back. Oh, an film. amazing film. One I haven't watched for a long time. I probably need to yeah, watch what, again. Remind me, who's that in, Who's that got in? Um, yeah, no, I can't remember. Guy Pearce. There we go. Brilliant film. Guy Pearce. There Fantastic we go. film. Um, and also X-Men. Uh, the very first X-Men was out in that year. And Requiem for a Dream, which is another quality film. Um, so films are very good of that time. Um, mm. and my number one, um, and I think I am right in, in my years, I think I have got this about right. Damien, you may be able to correct me, and if it is wrong, I apologise. Um, but it was me starting at Radio Pulse. No, it was. You are right. It was. It was. I, I was pretty certain that that started in the year 2000. And basically, my... My love of music um, was never a massive thing. And then we did Radio Pulse. And then my love of radio and my love of broadcasting was proper. And it is pretty much, it, well, it has. It's followed me throughout my whole of my life from that, that point onwards. I would never think of doing a radio show. Um, Damien Lee invited me to come and join um, Radio Pulse, Hospital Radio Pulse as it was time at the time. Um, and yeah, so that started me off. And then... 11 years later uh, when the station closed down um i'd been with it throughout the whole time it was an amazing journey and it started me on my my love of broadcasting which i took a bit of a break from and now we're back with a podcast so there you go yeah it was it was great it was a great platform it was a great place to work i mean i i, I joined it when i was really young i was like 13 um and it was um radio, radio woodrow, woodrow. um then it changed to radio alex um and for anybody that has that, oh, it's hospital radio. Do you know what? It was a great, great experience for confidence as well. And especially for, for yourself, Ian, who, who was quite shy and quite, you know, with me, I knew the real Ian. Um, but when we he came out of his shell um, somewhat on, on the show and we out, started man. making him into this character, um, uh, you know, I think we really saw the Ian that we have today. So, I mean, I I I, I thank you for uh, for making you who you are today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yes, I do thank you. Um, and do you know what I liked about the station? Um, I lo- <laughs> I hated some of it. I hated the politics of it. Some of the politics was atrocious. Or me um, throwing a CD at your head. You throwing a CD at my head, me walking out the studio on a Sunday evening uh, during our show live on air. Yes, I do remember mm. that uh, with my little CD case, um, which I used to take around yes, everywhere with yeah. me. Um, but what I did like is all three of us that are on this podcast now. So if you're watching us live on Facebook or if you're listening to this, all three of us met through hospital radio without that well i knew damien because i worked with him but darren we wouldn't have known met probably i'm not sure if we would have met but um we've all met through hospital radio um but i like the fact that it was such an open place for people to come and broadcast because i i when i was the station manager i didn't care who you were if you could do a show i was happy to put you on if you weren't brilliant at doing a show you could still go and do a show um 
we had people like um, Alan Caddock, um, who did a show, and I remember telling him, and he was the happiest person in the world because I told him he got his own show. Um, we got people that were straight, gay, um, transsexual, male, female, old, young, everything. Everybody mixed in, and it was a it was a really good place um, for people to just come and have a bit of fun. It and, was bravo. It and, was a good time as well. And, so. and then obviously we had all the stuff about. Um, being in the station till gone midnight trying to fix things but anyway indeed yeah the good and the bad so there you go that was my top five darren okay so mine are a bit more personal than than ian's are um and a whole lot more personal than damien did so these are the top five things that happened to me and my these are big clue my career in 2000 so don't forget i turned 20 in the year 2000 <laughs> damien <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking i'm looking forward to this seriously right, because so these... it, it, let's be honest darren it's not on point is it no this whole thing was about what are your top highlights of the year 2000 so where you've are... got it slightly wrong is no. what were your top highlights well that's fine i they're can't my wait top highlight they're my top no, highlights no, to yeah so at number yeah. five i was living the dream i was driving the most expensive car that i could afford in the year 2000 i passed my t- 28 and i'm pretty sure i still got the same car but it was in this year that i decided to get rid of the car right i was driving a sierra cosworth car right I was a proper, I, I classed myself as a boy racer, but I didn't do all the boy racing stuff. Did you have the furry dice had, in the in the window? I did. I had a sunroof that you had to wind like that <laughs> to get it. Oh, <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. And the only reason why I could afford it is because my dad uh, said that he would pay the insurance for me on it. And the insurance was way more than the car was worth anyway. But, uh, but yeah. And, um, and I, and I, you know, when a lot of places in that car, it was a great car. It was white. Actually. Really? Was a, was you got a lot of places side. in that car. I did. I did yeah. I did. With yeah. a lot of people in that car. It was. Yeah. I had a great sound system in that car as well. I had more, <laughs> you did. Yeah, the, the tapes. Did it have I a had, subwoofer? It, it was 2000, but I still had a tape player in the car. Bless see, I, see, I, I'm going to, so you were, so I was driving in the year 2000. I was probably driving my golf yeah, I remember. Um, and it was, I always wanted, I, I, and I would still, I think I've talked about this before, I would I would still have a Golf GTI Mark II 16 valve lowered sports pack black car. If someone, if I could afford to buy one now, I would go and buy one. Um, but I was driving a Golf. I was driving a Golf 1.3 Mark II. Um, and I, I, I was very much like you. It was not a performance car at all. It was as slow as a tank, but I had the decent speakers in there. I had the decent stereo in there. But I believe that the Cosworths, um, were very much performance cars. Oh, they were definitely. They they were, they, and that's the why they were so expensive. A to, great car, great to, car. Uh, to ensure. Anyway, that was my number five. So it was good more number weird. five. That was. Did you, did you used to go to the McDonald's um, car parks and sit in the McDonald's car parks with your car? Were you that type of it, person? This so in the year two thousand, I was still living in in Stoke on Trent, where I was born and bred, um, and we have an area around here called Festival Park. And it's, it's, it's locally, it's called Fezzy Park, right? And all the teenagers, I think they still do it now. Uh, all the teenagers, uh, as soon as they pass the car, the test, 
they go and buy expensive Novas or whatever it is these days. I don't know. And they still pop the hood. And <laughs> a Nova. Rev, rev, a Nova. <laughs> whatever, they, whatever they have nowadays. I don't know. Do you know, I, Subaru, I'm, Subaru a, Nova, a Nova is one of the best cars. If you ever wanted to have a car that you could just absolutely thrash around um, and, yeah. and just rev the engine, the Nova, my friend Karen used to have a Nova 1.1 and it just used to go on forever. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's maybe nowadays it's still Fiestas. I don't know what it is. Ford Fiestas, but, but they're all the sports cars with the spoilers on the back and the, and they have the sound systems in the boot. And all the girls used to go with the boyfriends to Fezzi Park just to hear the cars, see them race around the roundabout. To yeah. a lot. I yeah. think they, I think they put a stop to it actually because it got quite dangerous. But they may still do it. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, but that's see, so it's a similar to the Redditch thing in the McDonald's car park. See, cars are. I think probably around that time. Was Fast and the Furious around, out around that time? Or was that a bit later? No, it's a bit I, later? I'm not sure. I don't um, know. You have, to, you have to look at that. But it was about that time. I think I started to watch Top Gear and I started to get interested in cars. Um, and you'll be driving along. And even now you sort of drive along. You say, oh, I want that car from that year. It's a, <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Cars are good. Good choice, that. Like that. Yeah. Um, so my number four from that year was um, a really personal one because there was a girl at school that was the hottest girl at school. Um, and she was in the year above me and we were friends anyway through school. So then she left the year before I did. So this is like going back to 1996. So then we stayed friends, blah, 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 all the way through. She went to college. I didn't go to college. I went into DJing bars, clubs, weddings, and dip my toe locally into radio as well. Sure you did. Trent. Um, and then out of the blue, we met each other in a, in a bar and we just, and we started dating in 2000 just for a couple of weeks because I got my first job working away, which is my number three. But anyway, going back to my number four, we had a date at a cinema called the ABC cinema in our local town, Hanley. And the funniest film of the year that we watched was Jim Carrey, me, myself, and I, or Irene, me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, that's the one where he's got mm. skits. He's got schizophrenia. <clears throat> I'll be honest, I don't know that. I don't. No, know I that don't movie. know that one. Jim Carrey, me, myself, and Irene. No, no, that doesn't no, ring a bell. I don't know that one. Very, um, very funny. Were you film. on the Were you on the back row of the cinema? Uh, no, no, no. That no that's why the I think the date didn't go very far anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Are okay. we still? And we're still friends now on Facebook anyway, but there we are. Yeah, it's yeah, that was that was a memory. Look of at what she's missed out on, Darren. Eh? Look at what she's missed out on. Yeah, right. Okay, so number three is partly to do with that is because that summer I got my first job working away as a DJ. Nice, nice. Um, and I, I would love to tell you that it was Magaluf, BCM, doing Radio One, Mallorca, all that kind of stuff, but it wasn't. I left home to go and get my first job as a holiday camp on-site DJ in Aberystwyth. Nice. <laughs> That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Did you have the coat as well, did you? Or uh, we No, we had green coats, I think we had. So it wasn't... <laughs> we, it wasn't weren't, a, we weren't officially a red or blue coat. No. It wasn't, did you a, have it hair, wasn't a Butlins then? I had hair. I used to... I, used to, I did have hair. Did you have curtains? Um, no, in 2000, it was the messy mullet. Do you remember the messy mullet on the I guy's I do remember heads? the messy mullet, yeah. yeah. Can it's we have all... a picture of the messy mullet next week? Um, I need to look for some. I think. I think if we could have an item of the show next week, I know it's more visual, but if yeah. we could maybe have an item, Ian, where uh, we've got a um, 
very sort of teenage Damien, teenage Darren and teenage Ian. That'd be great. I've got a great picture to show you about me and my teenage years. My wife is going to go mad with me for showing it. Oh, she's actually just going, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you that for next week. Uh, so that was my first thing, my uh, number three. Li- working uh, working away from home. The first time living away from home as well, which was an experience. How old were you in 2000, Darren? 20. 20. So prime of your mm. life. In Sorry? A, prime of your life in a holiday yeah. in a holiday place, in a holiday mm-hmm. camp. Yeah, uh, with people coming back and forth, and you know, people stopping mm. for two weeks. Yeah, um, was it? Were you? Were you a wild kid? Were you a wild twenty-year-old? Yeah. I yeah, I got sacked for um for for antics. Antic, antics See, with guests. I mean, did, <laughs> wow, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told uh, the reason why they sacked me actually, which is a true story. This they they said the holiday camp manager said. Uh, we're going to have to let you go because you seem to be more interested in in getting your score up. Than, than... <laughs> I've got than... to say, I've never heard that. Um, than, what a... than... another another well, yeah. another notch on the bedpost. I'm on a completely different side to you now. Yeah, Blimey. What do you mean? I'll come out um, every night to play me songs. What you on about getting me score up, Barbara? And, and the come way. And the way they kicked me off site was after one night of the show, one night in the in the uh, holiday camp show show bar, they took all my CDs and my sound system and my lighting rig that I added to the club as well, and unconnected it for me and just plopped me outside the back doors and gone right, you're, you're finished. <laughs> I'm like, that, right, my cheers. friend, that is genius. Oh, that is that. genius. From knowing I, you, I would never have put you down as a little bit of a, a Casanova. Hi. So, uh, sorry, what would you like? Okay, okay. no problem. To be fair, 20... we, we need to do an after hours podcast where we talk about Damien's past escapades. We as well. certainly do not. Yeah, we don't think we do. <laughs> my goodness me. I'm a. a Professional Obstan- business Obstan- owner now. citizen, are you, Darren? But don't you? forget, don't forget, I, I I looked at the part, so I had the messy mullet, I had the Beppe DeMarco beard, you know, the little <laughs> little tiny goatee beard, some sideburns as well. And you didn't look like a potato head then, did you? And I was very slim. I must have been about nine or ten stone back then. You know, you, you were a Greek god. I was, and I used to wear stuff that Beppe DeMarco would have wore on, on EastEnders, on telly. Mm. You know, the... Fitted trousers, suits, and all that kind. Of, yeah, I, I feel we need to see this. I, I feel we, we need to do. see a photo next week. I mean, I mean, this. now I look something. I look like Demis Roussos now. Or don't put yourself down. It'll be on. interesting to see you next week. It would. Or, What's or your on next one? Right. So number two um, was after I got binned off from the holiday camp. I came back home to Stoke, and I and I got a phone call from an old DJ friend of mine. Who said, would you like to come and do these nightclubs? And I say, plural, nightclubs. And I was like, well, yeah, okay. The brand would become a massive part of my life through the early part of the noughties. I was working for this brand when I met Ian at Radio Pulse in Redditch. Uh, and I ended up doing seven nights a week in 2000, up until 2008 or 2009. And uh, the brand then promoted me to area manager DJ as well. The brand was Chicago Rock Cafe. I mean, you were enjoying life at that stage. 
Yeah, um, you know, and then the, is this why one... you've got fifteen marriages <laughs> <laughs> and seventy two children? So also number one. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang well, on. Well. Um, so um, you were at Chicago Rock Cafe, and it was the year two thousand. Superstar, superstar DJs. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and. So, well, we weren't DJ. We weren't DJs at Chicago Rock Cafe. We were video jocks. If you remember, in the early days of Chicago's, we used to play comedy sketches on video. And, we did, yeah, and and we yeah. did um, video music jocking because it was all video visual, wasn't it? And every every set that we did, we do like a, an eighties set, and all the videos would be mixed in together. Yeah, it was a, a, quite a are skill they still to be going? A... Chicago Rock. They are, but they've changed the name to Chicago's and they've they've just gone very up to date. So it's no longer comedy sketches. It's not a video show anymore. It's just bog standard DJ jockeying. Because I you were when I when I met you, you were working in Reddit Chicago Rock, which is now used to be the old cinema. <coughs> yeah. Used to be the old ABC cinema and is now a Weatherspoons, Damien? It is. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Lloyd's now. Lloyd's. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um I must have met you before because, I mean, it, Ian knows back in the day I used to be the uh, shirt and the waistcoat. And... Yellow shirt. You, the yellow shirts did you wear? I did wear yellow shirts, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my my ex-wife was the, the assistant manager of the Chicago Rock Cafe in Redditch. Yeah, she probably met Damien quite closely. I think, I think I know who you mean. <laughs> I will say again, we need a late night <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We can do it as a podcast only if you don't want it to be live on Facebook. Let's just yeah. say, Darren, we've always shared a lot in our life. <laughs> so, anyway, number one, sir. What is number one? Number one for the year 2000. The year 2000 was the days when I um, really went into radio in a heavy, heavy way. So before this, late 90s, I was fiddling about with radio doing stuff at my local radio station, uh, doing covering overnights and whatever and whatever. Uh, in the year 2000, I got a call from a friend of mine by the name of James Blonde that is a dance DJ that worked, mm -hmm. at, worked at the old BRMB mm -hmm. at the time, which was over the radio calf in Birmingham. And um, he put me in touch with a, the, the manager or the station manager at BRMB. And I was covering bits and bobs at BRMB at the time. And it was the biggest station I'd ever worked on in my opinion, because it sounded slick, it sounded hot, it sounded great. Now, this is the days when uh, radio DJs um, were classed as celebrities. So you get uh, hired to do a club. So this is in Birmingham City Centre in the autumn of 2000, just before the big, you know, New Year's Eve, uh, no, yeah, New Year's Eve gig on 2000. Um, and then these cars, branded cars with... BRMB, hit music station written all over it, the sponsor written all over it. You get driven to a, a nightclub. You get dropped off at the nightclub. You would walk with uh, bodyguards into the club, do an hour set for a ridiculous amount of money, take some photographs and leave again. It, it just felt like a pop star making it like a PA appearance in these uh, bars and clubs. I've got to say, uh, and I tip my hat to you, because back in the day, um, it was um, Carlos, who was fantastic. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't no, know what really he's well. doing now, if he's still a thing or he's still around, bless him. Yeah, he is, uh, yeah. He was amazing. Um, you had... Um, Les Ross. 
Les Ross in the morning. You had Tammy yeah. Goodin. Um, you had uh, Jezza. So it was it was an amazing station. I've got to say, Darren, you get a lot of stick on this show. But do you know what, mate? Fair play to you, because that is an, an amazing station to work at. Um, and I tip my hat to you, buddy, because that was, um, never, that was never, awesome. I've said this on the podcast I did with Ian. I never had my own show on there. I always covered... Doesn't matter. You were there, buddy. You did it. You can say you you did it. You know, know, and it it was it was a great time to be a commercial radio DJ and a DJ in a bar. I was on the Disney Channel. Doesn't matter if I was there for a week, two weeks. I was still on there. And I always said when I was little, and we always had these things that we really want to do. I always said I wanted to be a kids presenter. And however long it was, I did it. Do you know what I mean? You've been on commercial radio station. Um, Ian, you've been a presenter. You know, we've all done these things that we wanted to do um, and never talk it down, buddy. You know, I know you get a lot of stick and you look like a human potato, um, but fair play to you, bud. I think that was a really good memory. I've got to say, I'm going to throw it out here, but I actually think that was one of my favourite top fives you've ever done. Really? Yeah, I, I, I think I would agree. Mm. And I, I really enjoyed that, actually. B- I actually B- think B-R-M-B. you, you talk- is BNB was the biggest station in the West Midlands in the Midlands actually. Mm, huge. Um, it was it massive. Was, yeah. It was a brilliant radio station. It's n- completely not there anymore, but it completely went downhill when the radio. But when I was there, when I was there, they had this new initiative. They'd moved from the HP building, uh, uh, like a like an old fashioned tower block kind of thing, uh, in Ashton, yeah, and then they'd gone over to Broad Street. And they had a, a studio above a what they classed as the radio calf. So Scott Hughes, who used to do the evening show, used to do his show from inside the radio calf by the bar of uh, you know the people that were in having meals and um, whatnot and drinks. See, it was and I going off this. I would if you're if you're interested in this, I would highly recommend that you go and listen to Darren's podcast that we did um, when we did the interview podcasts. Um, because it goes proper geeky on radio. It stuff. does. It go, and it I listened really to it on the way uh, to what to one of my offices, and it was. Um, do you know what you? And that's what I liked about that. And like I said, he gets a lot of stick on this show, but I think what was good about that is we saw a different layer to Darren. Um, and I, I, I think that was one of your, your your best top fives. I enjoyed that. Went on a journey with you, mate. So Thank bravo, you. sir. I salute you. And if Enjoyed you, that. If you haven't much. listened to the uh, interview podcast, uh, we have 12 episodes of the interview podcast, which is what I started doing when I first started doing this. Um, and we have 12 episodes of, of in-depth interviews, about just over an hour of each, uh, from people like Joe Lysett, Darren, Damien's been on there, uh, Darren Winter's been on there, um, Paul has been on there. We've had Richard Hadfield, Lucas McFarlane, photographers. Um they're just in-depth conversations, and and if you haven't listened to them, please do go back and listen to them because they are really interesting stuff. You um, went really deep with me, didn't you? I did. I like going deep with people, um, and it was a really, it, it was a really good. No, it's good, I, and I'm hoping to do some more interview podcasts soon um, coming up. So there you go. But yeah, really, really good top five, Darren. Um, I like that a lot. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So, Damien. Um, I believe it is time for the um, acting sensation that is the envelope opening. So we have got it. And um, Barbara, thanks for joining me. Is that a bigger um, envelope than last week's? Where you been? Okay. Yeah. And what did In... you catch? Did So minnows or? Okay, tadpoles. Yeah. No, no, no. They don't turn into... No, you've done this before. Now, a tadpole turns into a frog. What do you mean? It doesn't turn into a butterfly. Well, 
Well, what do you mean? So you've got tadpoles, yeah? Okay. Right. So you, you put some twigs and a bit of bit of leaf. You put them in a glass container. So you think a tadpole is a butterfly. What else have you put in there? Cat poo. What's the matter with you? What why do we do this every week? I just I just want a normal just pass me the envelope. You haven't washed your hands and you pass me the envelope. So I've got cat poo on my hands. You filthy. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Every week. Every week. Okay, so we've got an envelope. <laughs> Today, you, know, you, drive, you drive home and you think of these, don't you, Damien? I have no idea. <laughs> so we've got an envelope this week to find out what next week's uh, top five list is. Uh, and every week we do a top five in the second hour. And this week's top five or next week's i should say barbara you dirty git you gave me your phone bill i don't want to see that why has it got oh wait night okay i'll move on from that can you have that back <laughs> Okay, thanks. She's a dirty one, I tell you. Absolute minx. Right, okay, so next week's top five is the top five sporting moments of all time. Oh. The top five sporting moments of all time. I can't do this one. What do you mean? I don't watch sport at all. Yes, well, but you, you, must, that, you, you must know of some sporting moments. I, I don't watch a lot of sport, and I can think of three off the top of my head. That would the be top, five top five sporting moments of all time. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's Darren. And, <laughs> right. No, we can't go in the glass container with your tadpoles. You just get out. <laughs> can't say, why, do you, why are you here? I live with my wife and my children. Where do you live? Where do you sleep? Between the walls. Mm. That's, um, yeah, okay, that's... Uh, there you go. So this is our top five personal sport... Not personal sporting moments. Jesus, that wouldn't be many for me. Um, it's our top five what we think are the best sporting moments of all time. Yeah, yeah. Sporting moments of all time. So I'm interested to know. Uh, Darren, that doesn't include um, go-karting down the lane when me and Bobby Bear used to get on like a go-kart. And Do we we include, are we including sports entertainment? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Right, okay, so I've got four already. That's fine. Good, good. So there you go. Uh, and we've had some classics. I would say if you want to go and have a listen to some of the uh, other episodes, we've had um, top five films, top uh, top five TV programs. We've had top five 80s movies. There's been a lot. Uh, and obviously we're coming up to some certain events. Um, so I'm sure some of these will be themed. Um, so there you go. Yeah, next week, the top five sporting moments of said presenters here, which would be great. Ah, I'm thinking. Mm. I'm thinking already. Right. Okay. There you go. Mm. Good. Yes, we like. We like. We like. Right. Uh, thank you very much for that, Damien. Thank you for the um, acting performance. Uh, I'm sure the Emmys will be calling next year. No idea what you mean. She's here. 
<laughs> at the moment, she's well, she's got her feet in my sink. She's just um she's got corns. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, rare, it's not nice at all. Uh right. Uh do you want to do the outro, gentlemen? Let's do yes. it. Let's do it, because I need to Well, I need to go to the toilet, to be honest. Okay, fair enough. Right, okay, let's do this nice and quickly then. And that is it for this week's episode of the As Yet Unnamed podcast. I have to say, a really interesting top five. Um, I wasn't quite sure where it was going to go, but I thought it was—I thought it was a really interesting top five. I quite like that one. Next week's will be interesting as well. Um, if I can ask you to please come with some new stories for next week, that would be very useful. Um, and if Barbara wants to pick out some new audio clips for us to play around with as well, that would also be useful. Ones that are actually funny, don't. Um, so thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Damien. Yeah, thank you. Um, as ever, this is the the live version of the podcast that no, goes out no, uh, on a no, Monday. No, 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 no. It's not the live version. It's just the podcast out, not the live you version. You know what? I'm going to punch him in the face tonight. He's getting right on my wick with his little brown T-shirt and his little hair. It's, he's got it's about o- two, it's two hairs coming out of that chest. <laughs> I'm not going to show you, Damien. That is not an answer for you for me to show you my chest. Look at my little ginger little hair. Darren, thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Yes, I'm not looking forward to next week's top five. It'll be fine. It'll be all good. Um, If you are listening to the podcast, don't forget to click on subscribe, comment, like, and share the podcast as well. Same for YouTube. Uh, You can join us every Wednesday evening from 8 o'clock on Facebook. Yes, Damien? I'm just going to say as well, uh, it's funny times at the moment out there. Um, Stay safe. Wear a mask. Follow guidelines. We want to get out of this. We're fed up of it. We ate it. Um, be nice to each other be kind Um, it's a horrible world sometimes and all it takes is just to be a bit kind and remember sometimes words can hurt as well especially on social media so just be careful what you put in careful what you're posting careful what you're saying be kind and be nice very well put so thank you very much for listening we'll be back again next Monday morning from 6am on your podcast feed get in contact with us on the website theasyetunnamedpodcast.uk and follow us on Twitter at asyetunnamedpod and you can also find us on Facebook the As Yet Unnamed Podcast until next week look after yourself stay safe hopefully it will all get better and we will speak to you very very soon bye for now Perfect way to end this podcast. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Keep waving. Bit more. Keep waving. Honestly, do you know what? Next week, wear something.